welcome to Mojo for the Modern Man. This is your host, Ken Mossman, and today I'm joined by Sam House for part two of our conversation. And today we'll start by looking at Sam's work in the world of growing leaders, uh, the importance of ownership, the tree of responsibility and the availability of some low-hanging fruit there. We'll also look at peeling apart, making a distinction between responsibility and control, and we'll also have a look at interdependence and the myth of fierce independence. There's a lot to this second half of our conversation. Uh, Just a quick reminder, if you have not yet, please do subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man on your favorite podcasting service. And with that, let's go ahead and dig into part two. And and what was it that, because those could be considered to, uh, I know in our world, just to be transparent in our world, you know, we, because Sam and I are uh, professional colleagues, it's important to state that, um, you know, in our world, from a coaching side of the equation, there is this piece that says, you know, whether it's implicitly or explicitly stated uh, that we, you know, we hold that everyone is a quote unquote, a, a leader. You know, in in their world, certainly yeah. not the world, then in their world, and um, I'm I, I, I'm I'm, but you've been and you've been you know you've been really uh, active for years on more uh, not more of but at least as much some years more uh, on the leadership side of the equation. So what is it that you know what is it really that keeps you uh, involved and, uh, enjoying that, that, that aspect of your work, the, the, the growing leaders piece. Yeah. Well, uh, it today is November 6th, 2020. And we're three days past a presidential election in the United States that, uh, and the aftermath, the the outcome of that election is not yet known, although it seems as though we're getting clearer about it. But the state of this country, and I and I believe the state of our world in so many places around the world, is one in which um, I know inside of me, and I believe in, inside of so many, is a state of a profound angst, division separation and anxiety and um so <laughs> uh, the the leadership conversation of course is a crucial uh factor involved in why we are so divided right now um and so i have a personal uh, stake in the ground Personally, that forget about you know what, wanting to do good for the world. I want to relieve myself of my own anxiety, <laughs> and uh, it, it's not just that. But I also want to relieve the world of its anxiety. But I, uh, I want to relieve myself of the anxiety because I think what what I feel personally is also felt out there in the world, and there is a need to uh, uh, have basic people walk in the streets to have a greater sense of ownership and responsibility for the why the world that they are experiencing is due in large part to them, each individual. <laughs> you know, it's a question of responsibility, basically. And so my, uh, it's not just my 
professional uh, commitment, my personal commitment, is to help our world uh, understand and learn what it means to be responsible for it. And I know just one other thing, it's maybe a bit of a tangent, but I know that your work has a lot to do with growing conscious men. And in my mind, the, the, gr the growing of a consciousness of responsibility um, must occur within men, <laughs> you know, whom I have great compassion for, but also there's a high bar for uh, us men to have to reach, I think. You're you're singing my song here, and 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 when you say there's a high bar, uh, yeah. Un, uh, well, let me say a word or two. Um, <clears throat> a couple of things come up. So one of them is that uh, I think it's I think it's easy to hear uh, conversations of you know two white guys talking about responsibility for their world, and yeah. and 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 go well, of course, you know, yeah. there's. Uh, we're coming from a place of uh, astounding uh, privilege. Um, and so first of all, how would you, you know, how would you, well, there's a distinction I want to make and then I want to flip it back to you. And then one of them is um, it, it's easy if we look at responsibility in a two dimensional way, I'm responsible for my world that says, well, I'm at cause. Yeah. And uh, in a, in a in a complex world that's uh it's not that simple it is not that simple and because that's almost like uh you know th that can lead to this new agey idea that you know oh oh oh, oh you know i i just got a cancer diagnosis i must have given my, i must have given myself cancer um uh, and that's not what we're talking about. Uh, and I know that I, 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 and, unless we are, I don't think that's what we're talking about. So let me flip it back to you to, 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 to say a word or two about how you're seeing responsibility and uh, that in a way that, that the, the, the importance of it uh, doesn't get lost in, in our privilege. Yeah. Well, this is a, Powerful question, um, and of course, uh, my response to it is going to be wholly inadequate. <laughs> Go, man! <laughs> um, I appreciate uh, all that you're saying with regard to two white guys of privilege being able to have a conversation about responsibility when. Um, I can think of whole swaths of the population of the world who have never been given the opportunity to have a quarter of the opportunity that I've had in my life. And then mm -hmm. say, yeah, you're responsible. Go, go fix it. You know? Um, so I, with, with great uh, appreciation for that, I, I, I just want to acknowledge that. And <laughs> there's an and though, and, and this is where you and I may differ. I'm not sure. When I think about responsibility, I think of a tree, a tree of responsibility. And the part of the tree of responsibility that, that I think has low-hanging fruit, easy for all of us to grab, is the uh, aspect of it that if I reach up and grab it, it says, uh, you know, the word responsible, able, response, able, able to respond to my world. And so 
anyone who can grab that piece of fruit and say, oh, my world is only treating me in whatever way it treats me, either poorly or good or whatever, and I'm at the effect of that treatment of my world. When I grab that piece of low-hanging fruit, I can say, oh, hold it. Let me shift my awareness about this. I can respond to that world that is treating me regardless of how it's treating me, whether it's treating me well or treating me poorly. I have agency to be able to respond. And I think that's a really crucial aspect of what what we want, what I want to create around growing a responsible world, a world that understands that it's not at completely at the effect of everything, even as a deluge of circumstances come uh, falling upon one, the, the individual still has the ability to ask, how do I want to respond to that? So that's just huge. You know? Yeah, yeah, that that uh, and and of course, conscious choice comes into the equation there. Minute by minute decision making uh, comes in enters the picture there. Con- conscious choice, conscious decision making. The other piece that I'm hearing in there. Uh, let me see if I can find the language for it. <clears throat> I had it a moment ago and it just went away. Let me see if I can get it back. Um, Oh goodness, I've lost it. If it comes back, I will. I will uh, let let you know. No problem. Um, on the on that tree of responsibility, and we don't have to go here in this conversation. I I'm fine not to, but I do believe that higher, harder to reach fruit is um, is the understanding that I am responsible for my world. <laughs> For what unfolds in my world, I'm responsible for it. And um, there are there is an opportunity for a huge difference of opinion about that statement. So you mean like what's going on in the country of Syria in their civil war is my responsibility? And um, I personally say, well, yes, it is my responsibility. But it's not only my responsibility, it's yours and yours and yours and yours and yours. Every human being who is alive and alive is a leader and they, whether they know it or not, and therefore they carry a sense of responsibility for their world. I am not the only one to carry that responsibility. So we imagine a world where we all walk around with a sense of, yes, I am responsible here. How does that affect our stature even? Where are our shoulders when we walk with the understanding that I'm responsible for my world rather than, uh, okay, uh, that that just happened to me. I wish it didn't. Oh, well, I'll try to be able to respond to my world. I guess I can summon up a little bit more energy to deal with it there because I'm able to respond. Well, what if we actually said, no, I'm responsible for it. But, and here's where my childhood need to control really comes in is, The fact that I own responsibility does not mean that I can control something. And if you put your right hand together with your left hand, like smack that together, and you label your left hand responsibility, you label your right hand control, we often think that control and responsibility are the same thing. But if we take our two hands, we pull them apart. We say, left hand, I'm responsible. But man, I can't control it. I might be able to influence it. 
there might be some things I can do in my life to uh, make an impact, but I want to hold a consciousness of responsibility. That changes the game as far as I'm concerned. I hope you're enjoying this episode with Sam House and myself, your host here, Ken Mossman on Mojo for the Modern Man. And just a quick reminder, if you have not yet, please do subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man on your favorite podcasting service. Let's get back to the conversation. Yeah. And you addressed the thing that I was going to say, which was, you know, so, so how does this, how does this, uh, how does this tie in with the whole control piece? So thank you for, thank you for uh, picking up on what I wasn't saying. <laughs> That's good. Well, the, you know, there's something else that comes to mind here and that is um, <clears throat> the, um, when it comes to, re, you know, responsibility for my world, the, the there's, a, there's a piece of that that I can imagine and it ties in with control. Uh, that can just be like a, a a a feeding frenzy for the ego, and the ego loves to bounce back and forth between the poles of insignificance and grandiosity, and the insignificance. I can't I can't possibly impact uh, and anything that's going on anywhere. You know, I I can't even I can't I can't I can't even figure out how to get the cereal in the bowl in the morning. <laughs> that's the insignificant piece, and the. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and the grandiosity is, you know, not only am I going to ride in, do I have to ride in on a white horse? I have to, I have to get myself an army of white horse riders and, 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 and it's, and it, and it's, it's my job to, you know, not only hold this responsibility, but to save the entire world. Neither of those are a useful place to play <laughs> I, I love your image the only thing you were you were leaving out were the trumpets blaring as, as the trumpets as blaring. I, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely absolutely it, it, the, and and so there's another piece and 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 in that same vein because i want to take us here because there's it, it can be really easy and we see it but there's so many places to go one of the you know, one of the pieces you pointed out, again, it was implicit, it wasn't explicit in what you said, but I want to float it out to you is that, you know, as I look at and specifically, yeah, today's November 6, we still don't know the outcome, we have a sense of it. But, you know, the, 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 uh, to me, one of the tragedies of, of our current political state is that we have in, you know, in, in this either or us and them, uh, state that we're in which by the way occurs on both sides of the you know both sides of the political divide if you go far enough out out from the center and that is the notion that um uh uh, this idea of fierce independence you know this this uniquely american ideal of fierce independence i've done some writing about this that you know that that lately seems completely divorced of responsibility for for other for so many different things but more importantly is divorced from anything having to do with interdependence the idea that what i do impacts you what you do impacts me i may not want to admit it but in a uh, you, you know as social animals that we are as human beings I mentioned this earlier today in another conversation. So, you know, as social beings, as human beings that are part of a part of a society, part of a system, part of a culture, families, etc., that um, we do even even as we're reaching to be to be fiercely independent, 
you know, they're, we're interdependent. We need one another. We need one another. You know, we yeah. need to be able to, we need, we need to be self-reliant and, and we need just as much and uh, to be other reliant, not other dependent, but other, other reliant. Yeah. I love the distinction between dependence and reliance, you know? Um, um, and I, 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 boy, I, I, I couldn't um, agree with you more about the distorted need or the distorted belief in our total independence as individuals, you know, in this country that we live in, in the United States of America, um, that is so prevalent in our world. Um, and uh, in fact, it's a lie. It's a myth. We were never fully independent. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, if I live alone in nature, I am completely dependent on my natural world in a profound way. And uh, I put it in a more in a more uh, more vivid uh, sense. I said even the lone cowboy kind of sort of needed his horse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I had a teacher once who uh, a sort of a spiritual teacher who said, go out onto the land. We were in the high desert of New Mexico. And he said, I want you to. Can I swear here? on this podcast yes you may uh he said he's this 88 year old guy uh he said i want you to go out onto the land and i want you to have a fucking relationship with every aspect of the land that you come in contact with i want it to be so intimate and so personal and so deep and meaningful that you are having a fucking relationship with every tree every rock every you know whatever and it 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 was a it was the cowboy needing his horse on steroids to to come into uh, understanding that I am in a constant relationship with everything around me, and the only thing that stops me from understanding that is my own ego ego shield that, that comes up and prevents me from seeing and understanding that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Having met him once, I, I'm, I'm imagining him saying that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm aware of time, and I feel yeah. like in, in many ways we've just walked through the door uh, to the uh, to 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 a to a, a much deeper conversation. Um, and uh, you know, before we part company here, because I know you've been, you know, you you, you mentioned. It's funny you mentioned you were a religious uh, studies major. I don't, I don't know that I remembered that about you, or even even that I knew that tidbit. Um, and I and I know you continue to do, uh, you know, uh, work on yourself with yourself uh, in the context of your relationship to yourself, all the different parts of yourself, as well as you know your relationship with your wife, your relationship with the world, your relationship to your work, where for you personally, where, where are you, you know, where are you doing the rich work right now for yourself, the rich inner, inner work? Uh, yeah, it's, it's in the spiritual realm, you know, um, it is in constantly trying to, uh, develop a further appreciation for when I, when that teacher that I talked about says we're in relationship with our world, 
we're not only in relationship with our natural world, but we're in relationship with the unseen world, the world of mystery, the the, the energetic field, God, I don't care what the hell you call it, but there is a relationship way outside of, with something way outside of myself that occupies an awful lot of my attention and focus. And um, yeah, um, I don't know what to say about that other than there, I, I keep falling down on the practices that I give myself Mm. And then I recover and I get back to them and I keep finding, looking for and finding new ways to, to have an experience, not just an intellectual thought of the world of mystery, the unseen spirit, but to have an, had to have a felt experience of spirit in my daily life. And um, what it's requiring of me is to simply learn how to open my eyes, my ears, my senses, my intuition, open further and further to know that even in mundane exchanges uh, with another human or a part of nature or in a meditation or in in a physical body movement of some kind, that in those moments of exchange, there's the possibility of reaching something that is so far outside of myself that it almost takes my breath away. Mm. And that is, that is, that's the juicy stuff that compels my interest these days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be- beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> you know, and the irreverent one in me wants to say, I, you know, I kind of love that you mentioned, you gave us that view, that peek behind the curtain. And, and- get up! Oh, get over there! <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> and that was perfect because the thing I was about to say was for a, for a, for a recovering control freak, that's perfect. And the fact that James Brown just jumped in in the last two minutes here of our conversation, proof positive, man. Oh, well, good. I'm glad the cue was good not and not too much of a distraction. I have a reminder on my computer to stand up once an hour, and, and uh, I just stood up just before we came on this call. So here we are. <laughs> so thank you and thank thank james brown for coming in at the end here um uh and, and so so thanks so much how do people get in touch with you if they want to find if they want to work with you or find out more about what you're up to how can they reach out to you yeah they can they can best way is email and my email is coach sam the numeral one all one word coach sam one at gmail.com um here's a phone number if you want to write it down it's uh 518 518- Four seven five seven eight one three. I have a website that is forever and permanently under construction. So if you get there, you just get a sent uh, a page that says this website is under construction. But the name for my website in my business is Solutions Leadership and Coaching. That's S O U L U T I O N S. Solutions Leadership and Coaching. Thank you so much, Sam House. It's been, as always, it's, it, it's been a delight speaking with you. Thank you for being my guest. Always, Ken. Thank you for your the brilliant conversation and the just phenomenal sparking questions as well. I appreciate it. Thanks. 
Thank you so much for joining me and my guest Sam House here on Mojo for the Modern Man. You can learn more about Sam by visiting the Coactive Training Institute's website. You can find Sam's bio there. You can also check out his LinkedIn profile. And if you want to reach out to Sam, uh, you can do so at CoachSam1. That's C-O-A-C-H-S-A-M, the number one, CoachSam1 at gmail.com. Uh, and if you want to reach out to me, you can do so via my website, Cirrus Leadership, C-I-R-R-U-S Leadership.com. Please come by and visit. Uh, there's a free gift there you can pick up. You can find out about the programs, particularly the men's programs uh, that are running. There's one coming up beginning in March. And you can also subscribe to my weekly musings, my newsletter. And with that, thanks so much for joining me here on Mojo for the Modern Man. Make it a great day, take care, and be well.